podcasting is interesting. It's harder than you think. And it takes up more time than you think. And it's harder to organise than you think. And sometimes you get stuff lined up, you know, all your little fluffy ducks are in a row, and then those little bastards decide to fuck off somewhere. And then it's not in a row. And look, it's no one's fault. Life happens. You know, it's not like I'm paying people to come on the podcast. It's not like I'm being paid to do the podcast. So, you know, things take priority. However, it just seems to be the way. Like, in podcasts, more than anything that I've I've done before, it can turn to shit pretty quickly. This episode is one of those times. I've got other things in the works. I've got other guys that I'm coming up to interview. I've got other topics and all these sorts of things. However, this one was a moment's notice. Angus came in. We talked about a couple of articles, did a bit of a riff about a modern society and a few other different belief systems that we've discussed over the years. It was just a really laid-back conversation. And I appreciate him coming off the bench and, and giving me a hand just to get an episode out. I mean, even to the point, and this is what happens, is like the the subject matter that I was going to do a solo cast on, the articles disappeared out of Google, which is, you know, there's a lot of censorship stuff going on. However, when things go wrong in podcasting, that's the kind of thing that happens. So I don't have too much more, guys. I am going to be in the field over the weekend uh, taking plenty of photos, check Instagram, Facebook, that sort of stuff, and I'm sure we will sit back and discuss uh, what we found once we do that. Hope all is well, guys. It's interesting times. It's hard to know what will come next or whether or not we're all just manifesting it. We have an interesting discussion about a few of those things on this podcast. Look after yourselves, stay safe, be cool, and we'll talk soon. Oh, I don't... I've decided that I'm not too sure... I don't know what songs are going to be for this one, uh, whether I go to mine and Angus's songs or I don't know. And I think moving forward, because I get to the end of the intro, oh, no, I haven't done the songs, I haven't done this. I'm not going to tell you guys. All right, I haven't had any complaints, so I'm just going to let it roll. That's it for me. Stay safe, guys. We'll talk soon. Cheers. We went from... Spitting jam stuff, 50 fans in a little cramped room. My shoebox, he couldn't fit a shoe in the tour. In Switzerland with my man in the minivan, being the man of the minican. Happening in the minivan. I've seen bodies that are trusting away. Cause money can't buy you love, but it can earn your hate. And none of you came for fuck to the movement we're launched. Now every crew is making music, every dude is goodbye. Now every half ass bar fly up in the bar once you said about spitting about the dark and the hard times. On the fighting for the crowds and the sun. When we encountered in the power, who had been down on his line? It's some volleys pushing trolleys, eating soup from a tent. My girls are golly, man, these parlies ain't improving a thing. We'll swap your warmers for some bollies, swap your soup for some wings. And fly with us, we light it up, and it's a beautiful The days of Walkmans and starter hats 
The open mic nights, mastering the auto rap. We man-made underground like an artifact. We don't need to worry when the market crash. I'm from the bottom, bottom of New Scotland. Planted all my seeds, watered them, and watch it blossom. Then they try to tell me over time we'd be forgotten. Rotten, thinking that you're gonna keep me boxed in. Nonsense, hilltop and class rock till you nod and nod. And you can walk in my shoes, but never fit in my jeans. I do this with no option till my body's old and rotten and exhausted. Keep it going, cause I'm living my dream. When it comes to picture painting, we might be the illustrated with the visuals illustrated. That's still communication. Therapy for life without the rehabilitation. Keep waiting, I'm about to blow up. So I came in late to find for the first time in life I felt right at home Through the growing pains and hostile takeovers People trying to put us down like Beethoven We stayed strong and remained focused Till they had no other choice but to stand up and take notice Never thought what I wrote on the page back in the day Would ever have me catching a plane or wrapping up on a stage Staring out at the crowd in amazement Thinking back on the days when we were confined to the limitations of the basement The sub to raining and kids became the main event I pay respect to those who spent days laying foundations Countdown to detonation Thanks for coming, man. I appreciate. I sort of feel like I, I get you to come off the bench, man. Well, that's. Uh, I'm an impact player. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just come in off the bench. Coming off the bench, smash one out. Fucking uh, edge back row, mate. Just, <laughs> just smashing the little guys. That's what I do. Yeah, well, podcasting's an interesting thing, mate. I had a, had a few things that didn't go my way. Uh, no fault of my own or anybody else's. Shit happens. However. I didn't have any content, mate. And I thought, you know, what What are you doing? To, and, you, and you're transitioning tonight, so you've got a bit of time this evening. I've got time up my sleeve. So I thought we'd get back together. And, and look, we don't really have a topic, but we're going to plug into something we did a few of way back in the day where I just pick an article hmm. and... You download. Yeah, we me. just talk about the article. And this one's a little bit closer to our hearts. Um and one that we can do quite easily. But it's interesting that it's a 
a mainstream article now, right? Uh, I haven't got the guy's name. We will give credit to whoever this is once we get to the bottom of it. Have you got anything before we get started, mate? Or are you, you keen to get in? No, let's just let's just barrel on down the hole, mate. I think so. Let's just go straight in there. Righto. Does a long-lost Atlantis-like mother civilization predate all ancient cultures? Now, there for us, the pair that are sitting here in the refinery, there's like most of that is just trigger words, apart from does and ah uh and all. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> And and the one thing that popped into my mind then when it's when it's asking the question in absolutes is that is that with the limited amount of information that we know that this the whole paradigm is created upon, yeah, everything is possible, mm. and everything could be wrong at the same time. You, like well, we, don't, we don't, actually don't really know, and no. that's and if if you're too close-minded that to just dismiss anything like this yeah then you you don't you haven't really started at all yeah that's true that's very true oh just for the record the fan is on in the background it is uh into well into spring here in australia and it's a, just a little bit warm in the refinery i haven't put the aircon back in from winter so just deal with it um because this one's off the cuff pretty much so let's have a listen to what this person has to say i don't it doesn't actually have a uh, name of no the, author, no author just yet. Oh, but we will, we, we, you know, it's a home blog that there's no author, but anyway, I believe this is the author speaking, yes, that history as we know it is incomplete and that a major part of the missing pieces pertains to a long lost, unidentified culture that existed long before great civilizations such as Egypt or Sumer came into existence, yes, and possible. That's yeah. That's my answer to those two things. Is yeah. is yes, we are dealing with a lot of s- small fragments, mm. and possible. Look, I think you know we went up to Gympie, and I, we'll talk about that another day. However, you know, one of the discussions that we've been having, and a few of the other boys have been having, I think, is is the timeline. I think the timeline is so skewed. I think we don't understand the timeline correctly. I think we've been here for a fucking long time and a lot of things have happened and we build stuff on top of other stuff that's important Mm. right Mm. so what is the foundation stones of some of the places in the middle east some of the places you know what i mean like what is the actual foundation? oh you mean like balbec sort of stuff yeah balbec sort of stuff you know what i mean i think for me the more i think about it is that the timeline is skewed and I wonder whether everything's actually older. Yeah, you know. I, well, one thing you, one thing I think you need to keep in mind um, is the people who sort of set the paradigm in place from when the the first foundation stones were laid in in what we would call, um, you know, ancient history. So those guys, those first researchers, right? Yeah. They were not only were they were they creating something from from nowhere, um, but also they were living in a different time to what we are now, and yeah. in, information yeah. was thought of in a different way. Well, the field of archaeology is, is like less than a hundred years old. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like this is the. 
delivery of uh, the, the, the the level of our hubris is interesting. You know what I mean? Like we've really only had the external capability to look deep into the past and what is there properly analytically for less than a hundred years. The field of archaeology. Mean, obviously, there was explorers before that, but when we talk yeah, about philosophers yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. passed down. You know, in text, mm. a lot of stuff from um, Roman, Greek sort of time. Mm. So we we knew of some of this stuff and we use it as evidence yeah. to help date some of these things because then we back-reference it across to other... Yeah, and it has to be within... To that. other areas. I mean, I think what we can do is we can put a, a window in time on it, right? Because we, we both know that 70,000 years ago the global population of Homo sapiens sapiens got down to 5,000 or 8,000. Like, not many people. I've seen a couple of different numbers, but it's under 10. Yeah. Globally. Right? And they can actually trace all our DNA back to those 10,000-odd people. Yes. So, between 70,000 and 13,000 years ago, Mm -hmm. something happened. Right? Yeah. So, you've got a window in time of 57,000 years. Now, if you if you just want to run along the same the same line of um, thought as what I do when I run down the whole reptilian overlord thing, the the amount of started early with the reptilian the amount of time. Now, if anyone's familiar with it, my theory goes, which is it's not exactly just my theory. I've seen other people use the same thing, but oh, we, oh, look, you've been on about this since we started this podcast, so that's like the, you're a few years into your reptilian Well, yeah, theory. I'm just trying to be modest, you know, there's nothing new <laughs> under the sun. I can't remember three years ago if I had poached yeah, the theory origi- from was an some, original thought. I feel then. like it's mine, I don't know, but anyway. But the dinosaurs evolved over 70... 130 million. Yeah. And we are rough, uh, roughly 65 million mammals. To where we are now. Yes. So possibly... But they had twice the amount of time than we have... Yeah, exactly. ...to advance to some level, yeah. Exactly. To to evolve. Mm. But that's not that's not the whole point. What the... I was only referencing that because it's the same thing. 70,000 to 13,000 years ago is longer than 13,000 years ago to now. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So they had more yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like... Two what? or three, nearly four times. Yeah. yeah. So they're the two most recent sort of global cataclysms yeah. that have occurred. Um, but, you know, at the end of that 70,000, well, 57,000 years, maybe let's put it somewhere maybe around 55,000 years, mm. you know, the earth started to cool off sort mm. of thing. So we started having a global decline prior anyway mm. to the um to 12,800 years ago or mm. 13,000 mm. did that has that happened recently have we just all accepted like 13,000 as a rounded number because one when we first started looking at it younger dryers it was always 12,800 mm. but i feel like in the last 6 months it's just been like rounded Look, I, up to 13,000, just to if, a nice round number. Well, and also the point of the matter is is that we are dealing with a dating methodology that isn't... Yeah, it's 200 years. It's 200 years yeah, exactly. plus or minus, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we round up, you know yeah. what I mean, I think? you Because know, it's that, not 12,500 because that's less. But it was never that. 
like the, what I'm saying. Exactly. It feels like content-wise, mm. it feels like it's just being presented as 13,000 now. Everyone's yeah. let go of the 12,800. Mm. Oh, that was just a little... Oh, look, it's true. I mean, I, the, the other thing that I find with this... A little ditty. The, the, ...that I haven't heard, like, no one talks about the 11,600 much either. No. Yes, exactly. You know. I agree. Um, that's, that's when it, that's when it bounced faded. back. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's, it's almost more important because the, you know, the planet got back to basically where it is, you know, the, the what we built from, basically. Because, yes. you know, the, the start of agriculture magically appears after that. Mm. Um, never existed before. Let's have a listen. What's this other bloke got to say? Or, I'm sorry, other person? Could be a gender-fluid unicorn, mate. It's 2020. We never know, right? Calm down, mate. Could just be a female. <laughs> right. I also believe that the evidence that existed is scattered across the globe in pieces concerning the existence of that lost mother civilization, Amata Cultura. Oh, I like that. Cool. Amata Cultura can be gathered and found by studying much later historical civilizations that came into existence. Most of the times I bring up Atlantis in a conversation and start speaking about it more seriously, I tend to get weird looks and responses that go, well, Atlantis is just a myth. If it did exist, where's the evidence? Uh, just see, like, the last, I don't know, how many of a hundred, well, 115 or something podcasts, like, there's a lot of evidence. Oh, where did you, I wanted to ask you, hmm. where did you get with Randall? Because we had, last time we talked about Atlantis, I sent you to... Catac- no. Cosmographia. Cosmographia. And the Atlantis series. I'm um, a little bit ashamed to say, but I, I'm dead in the water. You got nothing. I got nothing. Yeah. I you got, did listen to it back at the time, though. It's been a while since we sat down. I got part of the way through the first one, mm. but um, the environment I was in at the time... Wasn't conducive wasn't to Wasn't conducive yeah. to listening to it. You, you've got to be in a window to listen to Randall. Yeah. Plus... You've got to be in a there window. There was, you know, those dudes were all pretty hard out like it was a lot of talk it's very wordy yeah well i think that the reason it's wordy is he's actually trying to present some pretty yeah but my main problem was like there was too much back and forth it wasn't it wasn't more randall than i could handle it was just the the other two or three dudes were fucking chiming Mm. in all the time it's more so it was like first episode they were setting the scene yeah you know what i mean it was like yeah and then we fucking went up to this place and it was sick and they were doing a lot of patting each other on the back and mm. cupping each other's balls. You know, it was all good. But, you know, they were sharing their experiences mm. and reminiscing about where they'd collected the data from, but it wasn't really more Randall than I could handle. Yeah, he wasn't right. getting down to it. And that's why I think I just went, I just sort of, I I put it on pause in my brain. You know, we, we tend to do that a lot these days with like um, someone will send you a message yeah. and you go, not, can't reply right now I'll get to that in a minute but mm. then we put it on pause and it fades it fades and yeah. we don't seem to ever fucking get better at that That's seems, just it, a becomes, shit skill. it becomes one of those things that just fades into existence exactly um, well look I, I, I if so you sorry can, to just stall you there no, it's with. okay it's okay it's, hey, it's live podcasting not really but it is you know what I mean I didn't ask you that question beforehand so that's at least that's an honest answer um, yeah if you, I, I do again recommend find a space to dig through it, I think there's like because there's like seven of them, and yeah. I, yeah, I think you're right. I think a couple of them are not a lot of main content, um, but yeah, well worth the listen. Okay, I've been fascinated by stories of, about Atlantis since I was a boy. Oh, there we go. When I was first introduced to Plato's theory and writings about a long lost civilization that existed thousands, perhaps tens of thousands of years ago, but the truth is. Oh, 
that Atlantis can be traced back in time before Plato's popular writing about the mythical civilization in his works, Timaeus and Critias. I haven't... I've got those as well. I haven't actually read them yet. Plato describes the Atlanteans as a powerful culture that existed before popular civilizations such as the ancient Egyptians, uh, beyond the pillars of Hercules. Yeah. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, Solon. Well, we've talked a lot about this sort of stuff. Well, yes, 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 and yes. That's right. just that's fairly common knowledge. Right. That's that's right. the At- Atlantean story. Uh, okay, therefore, it is not Solon who introduces to Atlantis, but the man would transfer the knowledge to Solon, a man called Sontius of Sice, Sontius of Sice, or the Site, Sate, who was a priest at the, at the Egyptian city of Sice in the Western Nile Delta. Yeah, so... Solon yeah, was told on. by the priest more than 9,000 years ago, an Egyptian ancient civilization had been wiped from existence due to a series of cataclysmic natural disasters. Yeah, rocks came from the sky on the other side of the planet, yeah. Possibly rocks thrown out of orbit by an alien race. Yes, well, that is true as well. Uh, Chasing chasing another alien race in a crystalline Mm. ship. Mm. Possibly. Oh, possibly. Who knows? I wasn't there. (laughs) (laughs) Were you, though? Well, this is it, was Mm. I? Part of my stardust was. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know? Absolutely. Them old joints, bro. Did yeah. Them, I, did the mic pick that up? Yeah, it did, man. Oh, was that your shoulder, was it? Pro- no, it was my elbow. <laughs> bit, of, bit of fucking uh, tennis elbow. Da, 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 da. Okay, yeah. The existence of this civilization, this mother civilization, could explain something that has fascinated me for years. Why so many cultural and architectural similarities among ancient civilizations that were apparently never connected in ancient times, which is exactly the discussion we've had here a million times, right? It's like the echoes of the, um, oh, what did you think about the church wall up close? Mm. It was, yeah, it was, a. Uh, there's standout points on it. Mm-hmm. But there's there, then there's sections that are uh, rough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not too. It it wasn't. Oh, excuse me. It wasn't definitive. Mm. Let's put it that way. It was yeah. interesting. Yeah. It sparks your curiosity, but then it wasn't like boom definitive. Mm. Just just with the very nice wall very you know all the polygonal masonry sort of points but in in small pockets is what i found sort of thing like for my for myself you know it's like yeah that's a that section when you take it out from the rest is pretty amazing that that's there yeah um but i i guess i'll well the thing is you gotta remember it's gotta be it's been transported like three times well that's what i said to and that's what I said to die. That the main thing I went away with is it feels like it's been fiddled with. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. not. It's not in its original place. And the thing is, too, like you do look at the wall, and like if you some of those stones, you turn them upside down, they'd fit better. Yeah, you know what I mean. So when it's been put together, it's not actually the way it was. It originally was. No. Yeah. 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 So you know, look, it's interesting stuff. But there, I just sort of there was a. Um, like the 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 feature pieces of that wall, like the curve and stuff like that. Like there was, um, 
like the, almost the exact same walls in Italy and Peru as well. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. Even having polygonal masonry of any form in of that, which as I say, parts of it are quality, but parts of it are rough. Yeah. However, it's still an anomaly. No, that yes, 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 and no. I've seen some, like in my limited knowledge, right? So since since we've been to Gimpy and we had a look at those those things, those artifacts, um, I've been keeping an eye out on like masonry, and I've seen some really amazing masonry that's like fairly recent. Mm. So it's not like it's not like the polygonal. Uh, side of it mm. is necessarily like not echoed these days. You know what I mean? Not echoed in more modern times. Oh, it can it's be done with modern machinery, but hundred percent easily. Yeah. And if the person's, what I'm getting at is, if the person's willing to pay the mason enough, yeah, they'll do a better and better and better job. Yeah. If you want to pay for that kind of intricate de- detail, the artisans of today can will still replicate that if you pay them accordingly. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is there the... See, it's hard to comment on the precision when, like we're talking about, it's been transferred two, three times. Yeah. Because then the precision gets messed with. Now, it looked... The cuts were very clean. Yes. And the joints were fairly precise. Mm. And in places, they were fucking... Perfect. Perfect. They were were paper thin Mm. in places. But then other places, they were half an inch wide sort of mm. thing but like i say it's been messed with mm. so and all yeah all i'm getting at is the one thing that's put some doubt in my mind is given the right environment i've seen it i've seen stuff replicated in modern yeah, times but in the 1930s is when it would have been built but that it yes but it gets tra- the the transfer of knowledge mm. is continual yeah it's you. It's less likely that you'd get people to go back now that then like come across the style all on their own and then work back compared to the the transfer of knowledge comes all the way through. Yeah, no, that's in true. my mind, it's that's just true. more feasible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, look, it's it. I'm not. I'm not discounting it by any means. I'm no. just. All I'm trying to say is, instead of it like registering as a ten. Like it, it did initially. Since then, I've looked deeper down the road. And what do we always say? The more you learn, you the more you realise, the less you know, mm. sort of thing. So yeah. I'm just sort of filling that filling that hole in. No, fair so, enough. So so instead of a ten, I might be an eight. Like it's still really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I've just seen some examples that are close. They yeah. can. You know, they're 80%. They replicate it mm. sort of thing. They're not mm. looking to be absolutely perf- perfect. So do you think that it potentially could have been built in the 30s? Yeah, potentially. Okay. From what I've seen now, from some of the stuff that was... Well, look, some of those cathedrals and stuff are bloody amazing. Like well, their precision, unbelievable. Exactly. Like. So those those cathedrals around Ipswich and Brizzy that were built back in those days, they're pretty, pretty bloody amazing when you look at them. But then also, remember I spoke to you about the old Hallows Wall. Yes. Yeah, that it's 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 not it's not the same type of masonry, mm. but set bits of it echo through. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? It's what's, like, the, what's the history on the old Hallows Wall again? Oh, I can't remember. I looked it up quickly. It's it's like a, uh, Queensland's 
older school or something like that. So we're we're talking about late eighteen hundreds. Yeah, right. Sort of thing is when it was probably probably built. I don't know. We'd have to look it up. Yeah, right. Look, the thing is, man, is that these echoes or these slivers of evidence. Um, a lot of this stuff is built on pretty thin ground. Um, yeah. This this guy here basically goes on to. Well, you, the other thing you need to remember is. Um, outside of Brisbane and Ipswich, um, before Brisbane was the capital, the Maribyrnong was it was like a competition because Maribyrnong is the next one up the coast that has a big river. Yeah, right. So Maribyrnong was actually there was it was a decision they had to make between where was going to be the capital. So if you're up towards Maribyrnong, well now Gympie's not that far below Maribyrnong. You know True. what I mean? True. And Gimpy had the gold. Mm. There's a lot of history there. Well, I mean, the, the thing is... But then you want to talk about the the Gimpy gold. There was some found in Tutankhamun's tomb. Yes. Now, there's a tasty tidbit. I was just, just going to say, like... that's See, now that, and that's <laughs> fucking tasty, man. You know, so you go down that road. Because... Yeah. I've I've only received this from like yourself and and a couple others, but that it's something to do with you can like test mm. the molecular structure of yeah, the gold, gold or has something like, like DNA that. for want of a better description. Yeah, so you, there's Whatever, an identifying like, so, yeah. factor to it. You so can if you've tell. got a bit of gold at your house, you yeah. could get that tested and they could tell you exactly where it's from. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's all just a little bit different. That's the weird thing about gold. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, um, that makes it very interesting. Uh, I guess this brings up a good time to um, to talk about a, a comrade that we both have just become, well, recently become aware of, not just, but recently, the um, YouTuber Uncharted X, yes. rocking, rocking a strong Australian accent, but possibly not on our shores anymore. Yeah, he's in America or Canada, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. But... Um, no, it was just weird because he had that Australian kind of voice. I actually thought for a second, I had to look up like who he was, find a picture of him, because he sounded a lot like a, another YouTuber I listened to um, called In The Blues that does guitar stuff, right? And he's based out of Australia as well. And I was like, wow, these guys, they sound like identical to each other. Probably if you played them side by side, they wouldn't be. But my memory told me they sounded identical. Yeah. So I had to look that dude up. Um, yeah. Turns out it's not the same guy. Yeah, right. Different dudes. <laughs> yeah. Different dudes. But they're just that quintessential. So did you listen to any of his stuff? Because I know he talks about Australia a bit. Um, I scrolled through his material. And the only thing I saw that stood out on Australia was Gosford Glyphs. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he's very um, Egypt central. Yeah. Centric, centric, but he has, you know, like everyone, he has his um, 60% Egypt, then 35% South America, and then 5% spattering of of um, a little bit of younger Dryas and stuff because he's spoken to Randall and he's spoken to Graham. Yeah, I think he's actually been to. One of Graham's the, again. This is what I'm getting from trolling through his, his yeah, back yeah, catalogue. Yeah. Was um he's he's in I think maybe Peru a talk that uh, Graham did in Peru yeah sort of thing. He's got footage of that. 
he's got hands-on footage to, of Egypt and stuff like that. He actually, one of the things he pointed out was the old, it's like an old step pyramid. Mm. Like the the tunnels underneath that have provided more artifacts of what is on show at like the Cairo Museum than sort of anywhere else. It was, there was a lot of shit under that. Like 40,000 pieces or something. He yeah, right. He mentioned. Yeah, come out of that. And that's a lot of where our knowledge of... Is of, out of one place. Is out of one place. Mm. That's where a lot of the artifacts, a lot of the pottery, mm. you know, all that really fine pottery made out of schist and stuff like that. That's, well, you talk, about, you talk about how we understand what we know. That's what the Rosetta Stone is, mm. right? I, mm. saw, I thought it was some... I thought it was something a bit more important than it was. It That's, is very important. But it's a translation. Yeah, so you yeah. think it's it's Hebrew, Greek or Latin and hieroglyphs, right? Yeah. And and we they still use that to translate everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? But it's just some pharaoh saying about how good he is. Yeah. However, they still use that because it helped them break the code. Well, it did. Yeah, it was yeah. actually the, and the Rosetta Stone was like part of a wall. They yes. were knocking down something and that was on the backside like the the wall was the the back of it. Yep. But on the inside was that. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, and this is the thing, like, everything comes from that. We don't... Like, I just had a bit of a um, scoot through this article. Yeah. And there's pretty much... Again, there's not... It's not... Um, doesn't say who the guy was who wrote the article. But basically, he's echoing a lot. He, he goes into um, Gobekli Tepe, which we've done... A, we did... Uh, uh, Pillar 43, that was a good episode. Um, the one in California, though, the Saruti Mastodon site. Do you know about that one? Because that in, that's in Graham's new book. Is that the one, the Mastodon found in the... It's like a cutting. Yeah, it's California. Though. So It's like a highway cutting. Yeah, the site located in California offers evidence of human presence on the continent more than 130,000 years ago. Yep. Who these people were, they where they came from, and where they went, remains one of the greatest archaeological mysteries of our time. You know. Yeah, if I remember correctly, which I probably don't, the Macedon skeleton was found in roadworks, and it had evidence of um, like oh, the, human the, like the tools, tools and stuff. Yeah, yeah and the, stuff the bones like were chewed or something like that. Yes, like sword and yeah, cut yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, there was like axe marks in them and shit. Mm. Yeah, that kind of thing. If I could be completely conflating stuff, but I feel like I'm not. Yeah, I feel like that's that's the one. Yeah, look, I mean this. So this 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 dude, kudos to whoever you are, mate. Uh, uh, both go Beckley Tepe and the Saruti Mastodon site. There are plenty more sites on Earth tell us that the mainstream narrative which we've been following for decades is wrong and that mankind was far more developed thousands of years ago than what we're led to believe. I believe that history as you know it is incomplete and that a major part of the missing pieces pertains to a long lost identified culture existed long before great civilizations such as Egypt or Sumer came into existence. And look, I think I pretty much agree with both of those statements. You know what I mean? I think that's where our species with amnesia um, one of the things I did do is uh, delve into the Sumerian kings list, which is 
an interesting is, one. Is that the one with the nine kings over like 27,000 years? That's no, like 200 like and something thousand years. Hang on. Is it 27,000 years each? Yeah, nine so kings? look, I mean, I've, I have delved a little bit deeper into the Sumerian side of things. I mean, you've sort of got to, uh, you've got to sort of scan everything or pick one, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, however, the Sumerians... And it must be understood that we've got thousands of Sumerian tablets that we still haven't even translated yet, right? They just found fucking thousands of them over there in the Middle East, these, yep. those clay tablets, right? Yeah. The last one, uh, a lesson from Babylon, I did a podcast, I think it was a, it was a solo effort, that one, but that was, there was a type of trigonometry on that tablet that was more advanced and simpler than the type of trigonometry we use today. And they were using that in Babylon 3,000 years ago, predating the Greeks by over 1,500 years who say they invented trigonometry. More advanced but simpler? Yep. Like showing a greater understanding. Showing greater Hence, understanding and an and, and easier way to get to... Hence it's easier because yeah. they understand it better. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's just that's just one tablet. Yep. And there's thousands of them, right? But the, the king's list, right, it mm-hmm. was... Do, 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 where are we? The Sumerian king, this is Wikipedia, is an ancient text of Sumerian language listing kings of Sumer from ancient southern Iraq, okay? Remembering the Sumerians were the ones that knew the cataclysm was coming and that it was going to be that bad that they fled the planet. Um, yeah. That, that's what they were told to do. But they list, I mean, and the, and I sort of thought about this again and I've read not a lot on it. However... What I have read about the Sumerians, though, they were just they were record keepers. You know what I mean? They didn't really it, it, like you read it. It's like oh, it must be fictional. Them telling a story about a list of like it's like half the list is reasonable because it's sort of within human lifetimes. Yep. The other half is unreasonable according to the what I have read. Yes. It's like yeah, this one's right, but the top half's wrong because that can't be true. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yes, uh, and I think I've I think I've heard. I've obviously read something to do with this before with the King's List because mm. I'm getting little sections of, of stuff back. But yeah, that's a general, like you say, that's a general consensus of the way the mainstream has treated the information mm. in terms of, well, this must be fact and this must be fiction. Mm. Yeah. Purely be, yeah. Purely because it's outside the realms of our understanding of possibility. Mm. So... This is the unreasonable one, okay? Yep. After the kingship descended from heaven, the kingship was in Eridog. In Eridog, Alumim, Alulim became king. He ruled for eight sars. So that's the... Sars is the thing, and eight sars is 28,800 years. That's how long he ruled for. Eight sars and one sar... Is well, twenty eight thousand years. No, no, eight sars is twenty eight thousand eight hundred years. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't that far off before. No. When no. I said twenty seven. Yeah, but this and the you first. Heard something. But this is the first king. Yes. After him, don't they get less and less, or something like that? Uh, like the older kings, let were for longer, and then as time goes on, they get shorter and shorter lifespans. No, no, no? not really. The okay. last one is the early is the is the the last one is the youngest one, I suppose. So let me try and, yeah, you're going to have some fun with this. I'm going to try, you should try and 
pronunciation. Oh, I'm loving your pronunciation, right. <laughs> mate. It's just so eloquent. Alalungar. Alalungar. Yep. He ruled for 10 SARS, or they ruled for 10 Ooh, SARS. 10 SARS, yep. Okay, which is 36,000 years. Then Eri Doug fell and the kingship was taken to Bad Tibera. And then Enmen Luana ruled for 12 SARS, 43,200 years. Enmen Gal Ana ruled for 8 SARS, 28,800 years. You would say that's a dynasty looking at the you know, similar names. Yep. Dumuzid, the shepherd, he ruled for 10 SARS, 36,000. Then Bad Tibera fell and the kingship was taken to Larag. So these are cities. So Eri Doug's a city, Bad Tibera is a city, Larag's a city. Right. So these are the five main cities. Ah, uh, yes, in yes, yes, yes. The Middle East there. Yep. Uh, and then En Sipad Zidana ruled for eight Tsars, 28,000 years. Then Larag fell and the kingship was taken to Zimbia. And then En Men Durana ruled for five sars and five nurs, which is obviously less than a sar, yep. which is 21,000 years. And then and then Zimbia fell and the kingship was taken to Shurupag. And then Ubara Tutu ruled for five sar and one nur, 18,600 years. And then the flood swept over. So it's like 240,000 years or something like that. These guys ruled somewhere in the Middle East. Mm. Um, this uh, this Sumerian civilization. Or the precursor to the Sumerian civilization. I mean, and it's not... There's not something dissimilar in Egypt as well with the, the pharaohs list as well. Um, the yeah. earlier pharaohs were said to have lived a bloody long time as well. Thousands That's of right. years. You know what I mean? It's not actually... If you dig into it a little bit, there is, there is meat there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's um, and like other, like everything else, there's similarities between mm. Samaria and and Egypt. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of evidence of of sort of copying, um, and just you know, translating the the society, the structure, the religion into their own sort of you know. It's what you see a lot with the the Egyptians, but um, yeah, the I don't know, you know, the feeling I the main feeling I get right is the fact that you know how you said these are all cities, mm. so it it almost makes me when I picture that in my mind, the fact that each preceding king rises up in a different area. Mm. But it, it or or has to create from scratch their own. It says that fell, you know, and then it moved. The kingship moved. Yes, but so they they rebuild in a different area. Mm. But did the the where my mind goes right is so these this society that has a king, mm. and everyone floods towards it. At the same time, outside of that city, there's other cities happening. Mm. And my mind says that that separate from the whole, the lineaness of like our idea of handing over yeah. a kingship, yeah. 
sort of thing, like succeeding to your your son, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. The picture I get in my mind from that description is solo like states mm. just rising up themselves. Mm. Obviously, the power transfers mm. to that from city. that city to yeah. that city. But did that person who who ultimately rose to power did they have anything to do with that other city or did they come rise to power in their own yeah true in their own time you know what i mean created their own thing mm. and obviously if you build it they will come mm. and like yeah look it created a culture so just had a bit of a look yeah yeah a bit of a look more so after the flood had swept over and the kingship had descended from heaven the kingship was in kish okay um and look there's i'm not going to read all those but there's quite a lot there but they're still pretty old like um joshua was 1200 um babum was 300 uh calibum was 960 um so they're not uh atana was 1500 yeah i thought i remembered that um yeah this is the the age the age spans slowly get less and less yeah 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 and then, so that was the first dynasty of Kish. And then it says, first rulers of Uruk, uh, 324, 420, 1200, 100, 126, and then 30, 15, 9, like. Yep. Yeah. So, oh, Giglamesh. Yeah, that makes sense. That Giglamesh was the last great king. There's a lot of stuff about Giglamesh, actually. Giglamesh or Gilgamesh? Gilgamesh, Giglamesh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, is this a new mesh? No, 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 Gilgamesh. Sorry, everyone. Gilgamesh. I just read that the wrong way. Um, That's the best. Yeah. <laughs> 126 years, Gilgamesh. Yep. To 2600 BC. Some might say that's epic. Mm. Mm. Like the epic of Gilgamesh. The epic of Gilgamesh, exactly. Yes. I mean, look, it's... I think the thing is, is that, oh, we translated the tablet. This is what it says. It's, you know, they're just telling a story. But I, it, it seems to be fairly exact. You know what I mean? Like there's, I have actually got like a 240-page paper and I may dig into this again. However, to me, look, the thing is, man, like, you know, if we descend from the Palladians and they adjusted us 980,000 years ago, um Maybe we did live a lot longer. You know what I mean? Yeah, or well maybe maybe those people were aliens. Well, exactly. Maybe they maybe, were overlooked. Maybe yeah. they weren't of our species. Yeah. Um, maybe they measured it in a different thing of time. Mm. Maybe they already knew time. You know, maybe they had their own unit yeah. for the way in which their... The speed at which their planet rotated as it as it orbited their sun, mm. they would have their own idea of what a second is. Mm. So a sec- their second could be three of our seconds and a mer or a per, whatever the bloody eight, I can't remember. What was yeah. it? What was the unit sir. of measurement? A sar and a sir. A sar. So a sar could be what we call a fucking a day. Mm. Or maybe they measured it in a half nerve. days. Sars and nerves. Maybe they measured time in like well, that's the half thing. days. I mean, this is the this is the you know what came before the Julian calendar. What, what actual time did we actually operate on? How many days technically were in a year? You know what I mean? Like, well, it's it's completely wrong, isn't it? And that's why we need to um, 
that's why we've got leap years. Yeah, to keep and stuff it. like that yeah, so to, to yeah. keep the calendar in the in the right time of the year. Yeah. Otherwise, next minute you get December in fucking in winter in the southern hemisphere. Yeah, if you didn't uh, have it that just correction. keeps creeping yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't yeah. have that correction, correction. Yeah. So yeah, look, I can't remember the names, but there are. I've seen I've seen docos about the correction to the Julian calendar mm. and. There was a Gregorian calendar. Yeah, there was a Gregorian calendar. I'm yep. positive, which I think yeah. might have even been, you know, stayed in time. Might have been a bit more accurate, the way in which it's it separated up the days. Yes, that's true. But what you know, what it, you know, what what came before that? I mean, I think, um, you know, we we it comes back to the same thing all the time, doesn't it, mate? It's like, do we actually know? Um, you know. It, it's outside of what we've found, which again, as we've said a number of times, is some at, at times pretty thin. Mm. I, I, I actually have come back. I've actually, you know, what I have used a bit was that um, the oldest regular calendar known to us is the Babylonian calendar. Okay. Yeah. Um, however, that's interesting. Babylon is Samaria. Mm. That's where that's that's where the king's list comes from. Yeah, yeah. So we, I've lost what I was going to say. <laughs> well, you were going down the calendar. I was going down the calendar. I just I just wonder what how we measured time before. You know what I mean? Like I think. Well, well, oh, it, what I was we, going to say was that what if every you know I've shared your epiphany. What if every, what if every, we're all just true? Everything's right if we think about time and dimension. Every single version, every single yeah. theory. That was your piece of gold that you came up with in here that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I think however, we you know, we still gotta investigate it. It's fun investigating it. You know what I mean? Of course it is. Of course it is, because it's just it's um it's it's thought experiments. Yeah. You just run down run down through a track. Yeah. It's it's what thinking really is, and that's why you find so much enjoyment. Why we get so much enjoyment out of it, because mm. it's just thinking something through to a conclusion. Yeah, and it's surprising how often we don't do that. Yeah, you know, and that's and that's why I think you get so much enjoyment uh, enjoyment from it. Mm. So the oldest calendar still in use is the Jewish calendar, which has been in popular use since the ninth century BC. Yeah. It's based on biblical calculations. Yeah. So that's but, not that long ago, man. But, but the other thing, prior, you know, prior to that, um, it's it's what every um, megalithic uh, ancient civilization was doing. Yeah. It was they were studying the constellations to measure and that's, the time. That, that's yeah. how we set up the time. That's how they set up time. Yeah. That's how they broke it down into solstices. They measured the yeah. length of time of each day, and stuff like that. So whether they had a an actual name or a theory of it, a, a lot of, uh, unless we've created a name for their theory of it, but a lot of different areas that we're all doing the same thing. Mm. Mm. So, were they just trying to get a grasp but is, but is of that, time? Is that the echoes of the, the of the common exactly. knowledge? Exactly. So, you is it? I mean? That's right. Did they all create that separately? And this mm. is the question: mm. Did all these these civilizations that at the time were not meant to be connected 
did they all just pluck this same thought from the ether and develop their own versions of it? Yeah. Like pyramid building and astronomical alignments and stuff like that. Yeah. Or was it passed down like like I was saying about the Mason before? Mm. That's and, true. And which one did I say at that time was more likely? Just through my own gut feeling, passing it down passing it was down, more yeah. likely than just coming up with it all on your own. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the the similarities that echo across the globe, they're hard to deny. Yeah, no, 100%. You know, you have to sort of... Well, especially when it gets into, like, specific um, glyphs and stuff like that that's repeated, you know, maybe... Actually, do you know what's interesting? Yeah. See, one of the things that didn't go right for me is I saved an article onto the page. It was 32 symbols that echo around the globe. Yep. Right? I've tried to find that article again. Mm. It's gone, man. It's gone, skis. So that was one of those, like, oh, that was my backup plan. Yep. And then I couldn't find it. I'm like, hang on a fuck. What? Isn't that weird how that happens? Yeah. Um, however, yeah, there is a range of symbols that echo across the globe that should not be there, you know? Yeah. Well, we are, we are coming up to Dia de los Muertos, mate, you know? Yes. It's... Um, and look, I, I I will just use this uh, forum to say I am a little bit concerned about the amount of rocks that seem to be just skimming us at the moment um, that they're picking up, or, or are they giving it more airtime? Is that another one of those things? I mean, it's I always it's, happening. I think it's just it's just the internet, man. Uh, what you got to what you got to remember is just like everything else. Well, um, I would I to, do engage with those articles on Facebook. That's part of my feed. Echo chamber. There you go. So that's why you feel like it's increasing. Yeah. It's the same as everything else, man. Mm. Oh, the fucking sickness around the world is increasing. No, you've just got better exposure to it now. Yeah. You know, and it's everything. It's it's all the whole polarization. Everything mm. is. Everyone gets locked into that. their echo chamber. Yeah, they do. But I in, actually, in I saying about, that, oh, yeah. in saying that, you also it's it's part. See, this is what we're talking about with nuances, right? Mm. So it's part that you're part in an echo chamber. Yeah. But at the same time, the other thing is um, three years ago, Graham Hancock established the Comet Research yeah, thing yeah, 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 and yeah. it started bringing it all to light. Yes. He was the one that was pointing out how little funding there was right. on asteroid search. Then you've got Neil deGrasse which is, Tyson. Which is, which is like quadrupled or times six the funding for... Boom. Yeah. So they're looking more. The uh-huh. funding's increased. They're looking more. They're uh-huh. seeing more, more. things. Yeah. They're looking in the right areas uh-huh. and you're exposed to it more. Yeah. Your connection to it is more. All of those things are possible. Absolutely. And And the fact is, if we're seeing more now, it's... 100% possible. There was just as many before. Or there wasn't. Maybe it has increased, but we didn't capture yeah, it. we don't We know. weren't capturing enough data before to well, know if is, it's increased or decreased. The too, is that we, we lost that observation of the stars as well, right? Yep. So they if if the media showers had increased, without light pollution, you would have been able to see that. Yep. And that's something you probably would have recorded in your ancient observatory. Exactly. You, you definitely you right. would have seen an increase. Yeah. If you're watching the skies like their intellectuals were mm. then you would think yeah you would definitely pick up on the frequency of shooting stars mm. well we are i think actually we could already be in it uh we could have i, I think th- we might be. yeah a couple of days we've been we've entered into the torrid media stream the, the six lane highway yeah we are currently traveling through we're on the edge of the six lane highway 
There's a song in there somewhere. Um, on the edge, six uh, lane highway. <laughs> I think it has to be, it has to be in like an E, like a, yeah. <laughs> on the edge of a six lane highway. Yeah. But that six lane highway is the Torrid Media Stream. Yeah, that's right. 30,000 kilometres wide. We orbit about 2,000 kilometres a day or something around and that. And it took Graham to convince them to like just take the blindfold off just a little bit. Yeah. Just have a peek. Just have a look. Just have a look when we cross this fucking thing. Yeah. But, and like I was saying, I also brought up Neil deGrasse Tyson. He spoke about it. He has. He has. He says 10 years. 10 years. That's yeah. right. So there was a couple of, a, a couple of key people rung some key alarm bells mm. and some key money was was um, transferred into key locations. But that's an interesting perspective. We don't know if it's more. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, yeah. Let, let the information wash over you and then mm. think about it in yeah, its entirety. Yeah, yeah that's it's interesting. It's like, yeah, we don't know. It feels like it's increasing, but we don't know because we weren't... What the looking we were doing before wasn't collecting the amount that it's collecting now. Yeah, we exactly. weren't looking at the same rate. Yeah. yeah. So we can't extrapolate. Mm, yeah. That's interesting. So really, we've just started logging the near misses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in, in serious. In yeah. the intensity that we are now. Yeah. I'm sure we could do it way more intensely. Yeah. And then we'd get different data again. Yeah. But for now, we've got this system that mm. we're running off. Mm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, I think that one of the articles I was going to do is like Asteroid Tall. It was a it's good head. It was good, look, good clickbait headline. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, Asteroid Tall than Nelson's column racing, racing towards Earth. Asteroid taller than. Yeah. What, what was the thing? At 30,000 miles per hour. 30,000 miles per hour. Yeah, 8.53 miles per second. That's pretty fucking crazy, though. Like, that's fucking fast. Jesus Christ. And I like this. It's going to whiz by on the 22nd of October and could be anywhere between 43 and 100 metres wide. Like, that's that's a pretty, um, yeah. But it's going to be... I read through it, and it's like 18.8 lunar units. So a lunar unit is the distance between us and the moon. So, Oh, so it's outside the... Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. mate, that's... Yeah. It's not. And that, that's, that's what's not like a, a very, very good headline. But yeah, yeah, it's 18.8 lunar units is where they're measuring it at the moment, which is... That's a long way away. Yeah. But the thing is, we have had several this year across between us and the moon. Yes. Right? And I think like five of them earlier this year, we didn't see them till they'd gone past. Yep. They're on their way out before we actually saw them. And, you know, you measure back their trajectory and they pass between us and the moon. Yeah. Yeah. But again, if you think about it, the moon's a fair way away. And if you've got... Oh, yeah, some, the, the 40 meter rock in the... In, in 40 that, meter yeah. rock in a... 28,000 kilometer journey mm. it sounds when you say it's between us and there it sounds very close yeah but, but it's not but I, things, I understand that and, it's, it's a and in no atmosphere life. things travel in very straight lines mm. so if you spot them you can work out their trajectory yeah and you know even if they're very close 
they're still well. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. A close call. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. What is a close call? Um, I'm not. I'm not downplaying it at all. But I'm just. You just got to put it into perspective. That's oh, all. you do, man. And this is the thing because you can be very much. Um, you know, the world is falling. Well, like you were saying, clickbaity titles are, yeah. are are the way it works this day and age. Yeah, right. No, that's true. You know what that's I mean? Look, it got me, man. People it got always me. word things to be the most sensationalized version of of what they actually are. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Like, it, yeah, because I and I hadn't actually thought about that. That it would be in my feed because I do engage with that content. That's right. However, we've all, and we've all watched that that doco on the Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About what they're designing for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, however, at the same time, there seems to be a bit more reporting. But again, is that yep. just because they're, we're looking more? Like, it's interesting, yeah, eh? Yeah, because That's there's more money like, there now. There's yeah. more people to report. Yeah. And what do you get when you when you create an industry that has an element of competitiveness built in? You get justifications of positions. Yeah. So, like we've all seen in our industries, where you get, like, policies that are written for no apparent reason mm. just purely because someone someone was competing to try and make their position more secure justifying their existence that's right that's yeah. ex- that's exactly what they're doing yeah you know whether it be helpful to anyone around them mm. so there could be a lot more people employed on reporting on this and they've got to justify their positions hence they write clickbaity articles that the info is not really much but it's like just you know that really they could write a different type of article where it's like hey guys just touching base for my monthly asteroid report <laughs> instead of going down that path yeah, 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 they yeah. can present the information in a completely different way it's like well do you see uh asteroid um fucking ids are down 25 percent this month mm. you know based on a historical data search NASA's team of astronomers are currently tracking around 2,000 asteroids, comets, and other objects. Apparently. Yeah. But yeah, look, man, it's an interesting time, you know. Very. If, if a rock came out of the sky this year, you wouldn't be that shocked. No. You know? No, but at the same time, um, it would be quite... It would be quite. Um, it would be a change in play mm. because I feel like a rock coming from the sky would be something natural to have happened. Whereas I feel like a lot of what has happened has been designed. <laughs> it's been designed to happen. Yeah, look that that could be true. Where do you sit with that now? I mean, here we are. What are we? Where you know? Where do I sit with it, with it now? I'm very. Um, judgmental of everything I'm taking in. I've reached that judgmental point. Yeah. Where I feel like... I feel like um, the wokeness... The wokeness. The wokeness was starting to like rise up to the point where everyone's like... If (laughs) the revolutionaries, you know, started start to gain some some power in, in the thought process of society yeah and 
the sleeping lion that that is the fucking oligarchs that is the power of this society go oh the fucking peasants are rising up again yeah <laughs> and i i really feel like everything that we're experiencing and are still yet to experience i don't think 2021 is going to see the end of the the turbulent times we're going through oh, without it's not in the, terms a, a of a lot of the a lot con- of the turbulent times haven't even come yet because the the, the shockwave hasn't actually no stopped exactly yet. that's right this is rumblings this yeah. is like rumblings prior to the eruption yeah you know and i feel like it's going to continue and the thing is it, it's going to continue from a side that that n- no one's paying any attention to and that's just that's just the the elites mm. they're flexing they're mm. flexing they're like you want to you think you got revolution We'll make your own people lock you up. Yeah. We'll, we'll put you under isolation. Yeah. We'll create so many teams. You don't know what fucking team you're on. Everyone's yeah. fighting against everyone. Yeah. No one. No one's seeing any teams. We've. It's not just left and right anymore. Mm. It's. It's. There's so many factions within factions mm. that everyone, you and I, at a moment's notice, could be enemies. You know what I mean? It, it just depends on what topic we're talking on and what team we want to play. Everything's, yeah. everything's heightened to the extreme. And I feel like, but is like that, it's is that, all is that not by design. These fucking screens, mate. You know what 100%. I mean? Isn't, isn't it? That's all it is those screens. And I, think it, and I think the screens are by design. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think everything, everything that's happening right now is by design mm. that's why i say an asteroid would be nice because it'll be fucking at least that's something natural yeah not by design not someone's plan yeah but what's the end game though what do you think the end game is just, just control. control it's just control just control that's all it is yeah it's the sleeping giant yeah. the sleeping giant that's that was you know you know how we say about the um good times make fucking uh weak, oh, hard, hard, hard times, times make, make hard, hard men. men hard men make good times good exactly times make weak men yeah. so so the transfer of power was seen, the hard times were fought, and then the good times came. So the sleeping giant has, has just been resting mm. through this whole good times. Because mm. the peasants have been happy, they've been fed. Yeah. The peasants still had a memory of a time when it was hard. And they, they, had a, they, they were slave to the plastic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And everything just came easier and easier and easier. Mm. Mm. And And it got so easy that we started started looking at ourselves and making our own teams and hating ourselves. Yeah, that's right. Because and, yeah, without and, without some sort of challenge there is no Exactly. So then so then the power structure mm. can then be like oh, guess I better do something again. Yeah. And just squash everyone back down into their fucking holes mm. to give them something to fight against. Yeah. To 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 rise up out of. Yeah, well, look, I mean, we've still got a, you know, what is it, 15 days until, you know, the next leader of the free world is crowned. Um, the next or the same. Or the same, yeah. You never know. Yeah. And who knows if, oh, there's so much conjecture. That it's just so heightened in terms of like... Well, we got state politics coming up too as we've well. We've got our shit. But the I thing know. is, I, the thing is, is that, uh, and look, you know, we, uh, we was, um, Woody was supposed to come out tonight, but... Didn't work out that way, uh, and one of the, oh, he was going to start talking politics because the thing is, I know we've got a state election coming up, and I know I should care. I just don't. Like, I just I don't. Yeah. Um, and I should, 
Mm. However, you know, what difference does it make? It doesn't seem, you know, like that the politics is 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 disillusioning. You know, I think the first time, second time I voted, I voted for my dog because it had like other. Yeah. And I put Elvis the dog. Yeah. Because I seriously thought he would have. He was a good dog, man. You know what I mean? Well, see, I think part of the part of the reason now, and this is not the main reason yeah. that we all talk about why we hate politics, but part of the natural reason that I think has happened that we don't realise that I haven't heard spoken about is the fact that. Once upon a time, when people did care about politics and did trust their representatives, people stayed in one's place a lot more. Yeah. And they were a lot more um, invested in that one place. Yes. You know, business owners and, and the like. Mm. Everyone was producing their own stuff. And so then your representative that was representing your area... Actually had influence and impact had, on your life. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Whereas we're all so... Transient. Transient. That's yeah. a word I was looking for. Thank right. you, brother. Yeah, we're also transient now, you know? Like, if we do live in a place, maybe we don't work there. Mm. Maybe we fly away. Mm. You know, so it's hard. We've got our fingers in so many pies. Like, maybe we live here, we work there, we visit there. Yeah. And those three places might be fucking 1,500 kilometers away from each other. They could be, yeah. So where do you invest? You know mm. what I mean? We're stretched so thin. Like, not enough butter across too much bread. Yeah, and look, I think... Yeah, it's hard, man. As I say, I, I should care, but I don't. Um, actually, I'll be honest and say, I I didn't mind Palaszczuk shutting the borders. I didn't mind that. Like, that was the right... That was, a, that was actually a leadership decision that needed to be made, and I understand why she did that. Yeah. Um, you know... Because I think the reality is too, always got to, as you say, look back and understand the whole thing. We talk about what's happened this year. If it was, say, 30 to 40% worse than what it actually was, we'd be having a completely different conversation. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it, that's sort of like, and we didn't know technically at the start. Um, you know, but uh, oh, it's it's interesting times, man. It's interesting times. Well, Look, do, I yeah. don't. I don't think anyone did it wrong. No, well, no one. It's like there's no reference book for it. That's right. You know, and the reference books there were that were shut down. Nineteen eighteen or something. Funding like that. Yeah. removed and. Yeah. But yeah, so there's no. There's exactly it's it's a hundred years since the last pandemic and society's changed a lot in those hundred years, mm. just like. The scientists who created, or the archaeologists who who started the the mainstream paradigm into Egyptology, yeah, societies changed from when from when they were producing that, and the access to information has changed, and the free flow of information, yes. So, part of them knew that they could get away with it. Part of them knew, part of them thought that they were doing the best thing. Mm. They were just putting together the the information they were getting yeah. and creating their own story, trying to create a, an idea of what was happening. But the problem is, in the same way as what we don't accept um, like uh, racist behavior in society anymore, mm. society has changed. And the way in which information was, was um, created, stored and protected once upon a time 
society's changed from then. Yeah. So now we deal with information in a different way. Mm. And that's part of what I, you know, kind of the same as, the same as racism. You don't change racism overnight. No. It dies out through societal change. Mm. And the same thing with the paradigm. Mm. It just, it just slowly dies out Mm. as, as, mindsets change i do think though given the the proper statistics and stuff on it now it's like i do feel like those states that are still hanging on to what's happening in victoria is still pretty interesting considering that you know the cases have dropped to barely perceptible levels now um i do think the the power that these politicians are wielding not only in australia but across the world in certain places Mm. has definitely become political now Mm. it's not you know, and that's the problem. That's what we discussed early on in the year. Is like once you give them the power, that's right. They're not going to fucking they don't let it go in a hurry. Power. Yeah, yeah. You know? And yeah, everyone's initial reactions were the right thing to do. Everyone yeah. was scared. No one knew what to expect. No one yeah. knew the lethality. Mm. And there was a lot of, I believe, there was a lot of propaganda thrown oh, thrown in in the early stages. They never let a good opportunity go to waste. That's right. Bandwagoners. Yeah. It's. I, I feel like, as far as like a human trait taking advantage of a situation if you if you see a situation and you think i see that shit fight coming Mm. what can i do to benefit me Mm. you can throw your own spin on it Mm. to get your own benefits out of it i think fucking everyone that's i think it's just a common human trait oh we don't acknowledge enough yeah but it's also a, a trait that is that makes you successful in the modern society that we've created yes you know what i mean like you you've got to jump on and be you know part of the thing i mean you know i don't know fidget spinners just came to mind like how quickly did they rise and fall and they fucking you can buy them like you know for a cent i think you know you know one cent fucking fidget spinner these yeah. days yeah 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 um you know it's interesting times, man. As I say, I don't think, you know, it's like I have been thinking about talking about what's happening, but the thing is it's so dynamic. You know what I mean? When What, what do you do? And there's 10 million people out there talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am definitely thinking about it. Uh, however, yeah, I think that it's yet to play out. Like we have to see what happens in two weeks' time. Like that's the next chess piece on the board hmm. right yeah okay there's state elections here however the grander picture yeah that's the next chess piece that's right you know the trickle down effect from that from the this you know the slow death of the western, western empire, western yeah. empire. Yeah. yeah yeah especially you know when we're distantly connected to it yes we are yeah we are we are a product of it here i'll be remote so yeah that it like you say it's it's not doesn't directly affect us but it directly does yeah in a way yeah well mate i think i'm going to call this one a moment in uh a moment's notice that came to me before that's perfect yeah because it, yeah. it, it was totally we're just browsing stuff that was totally <laughs> off the cuff but i really appreciate you coming in man that's uh, all right, always man. good times have you got anything else before we uh sign off no no i've got nothing man i laid it all on the table bro i think we're done mate good on you brother thank you Thanks, everyone. Talk soon. Bye. Just want to go again? Let's do it. Go again. All right. I know you've been here before. No surprise.